is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. You are on The Jolt, Sirius XM OutQ with me, Larry Flick, and with Christy Brinkley. Hello. Hello, Larry. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, too. Yeah, I have to tell you that you were one of my parents' last hopes. Oh, really? Last hopes. <laughs> my parents um, were, uh, we were, ch- we were, I'm a child of the 70s, and, um, and um, when you were first starting to break into modeling, we all loved the posters, and I thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so beautiful, and my parents thought... Maybe he's straight after all. <laughs> and I just kept thinking, God, she's got gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had one of your posters hanging in my office, and I was like, she's got great hair. So Christy Brinkley has. <laughs> so yeah, and she's looking around going, you like baseball? I'm like, no, honey. We're just in a room with people who know baseball. That's it. And uh, no, Christy Brinkley has a, a new book. It's called Timeless Beauty with loads of tips, secrets, and shortcuts to looking great. Um, it must be odd to walk into rooms with people who have long-term relationships with you that have nothing to do with you but with your image oh, and your photos. And what is that like? You know, it's funny because as a model – you know, you're not there when people buy the magazines. You don't see them sitting on their coffee table or, you know, junk pile in their kitchen. Um, so you're kind of not that aware of any of that. In fact, I think it was only a few years ago when I got on Instagram and Facebook that I kind of realized when people started sending me pictures of myself and saying, this was my favorite cover, or I loved this shot of you, and I thought, and and people would say, like, I saved this for 40 years, and uh, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I that's so sweet. I had no idea that I meant anything to anybody. That's so cute. <laughs> I really didn't. I was, I was really taken aback. Really? I, I really. Was, so, what did you think was going on all these years? I, I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just a country girl living out there in the Hamptons, and you know, people are pretty used to me out there. It's a small town in the winter, and I'm not a big deal. And so, when, you know, when that started happening on Facebook, and I was really like, wow, I, I was so touched, I, and, and shocked and surprised, I. I just had no idea. So did it give you new swagger? Did you start calling your friends saying... I, I became impossible to live with. Like, <laughs> I was... Like, like you uh, know, feel me, baby. Yeah. Feel me. Um, <laughs> that's really interesting because you um, re- are, are our most successful model in this country. You've done so many great things, You've and you've, and you've managed to... I obviously stay remarkably beautiful, but you've also managed to do a lot of good things with your notoriety. Um, it's funny. It's funny and it's surprising to hear that there was that kind of disconnect. It, it, what would people tell you about when you would hear, you know, you've got the cover of this magazine, the cover of that magazine, all of that stuff. Were you thinking they just think I'm cute? Well, you know, I I would think, oh, that's great, but I didn't really understand the significance of like, 
oh, this is going out to, you know, I mean, I, I, all I thought about it was, okay, well, that's not really an accomplishment. I mean, my looks are one thing that I was born with, you know, that maybe is appreciated in that industry. Sure. But um, I was not the kind of person that could go look at all these pictures of me at the end of the year and feel like I'd accomplished anything. I mean, there were times working with a photographer where I felt it was art artistic, Mm -hmm. that I was part of a team that was creating something special. Very rarely, though, I was mainly commercial type model. Yeah. Um, And so it was like I was lucky to do the job. I did the job. That was lucky that I got it. I did it and fine, but I can't rest my laurels on that. I went out to try to find something else to do that meant something. So, so whether it was like I became a delegate from the first congressional district of New York and, you know, supported the candidates who supported our environment or trying to shut down nuclear power plants that I uh, firmly believe are a definite health risk to us, even when they're functioning normally, uh, emitting low level radiation to the communities that surround them and certainly a threat uh, to the community. So I started working on that, or I became a boxing photographer, um, worked for Ring magazine, Don King. And, I remember um, that. That you was know, cool. I tried to pepper the the fluff of my career with simultaneously things that mattered or things that were interesting, you know. But you know what's so uh, interesting, Christy, is that you man- this is you, you unconsciously then were, were so... It's just so interesting because because you were so commercial, yeah. you had everybody's attention, not just the attention of a small few. You had everybody's attention so that when you went out there and started doing all this other great work, everybody was watching. We all wanted to be part of it. Your endorsement meant every. It still does. means oh, everything. that's so nice to hear. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> and so, so, you know, it's, it, it, it's funny because that's how you, you know, in our minds evolved from being this beautiful woman who also has a brain and also has a social conscience and has a lot of things that she's interested in. And, oh, you can actually have a life beyond being very beautiful. And um, it's so fascinating to, in these few minutes already, hear the dots being connected of how how you were changing people's lives and you may not have even realized it in the time. No, I... Fascinating. I, uh... No, Fascinating, I, but yeah. cool, right? Yes, very cool. Very, very cool. It's Christy Brinkley joining us here on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. Christy does have a new book. It's called Timeless Beauty. And um, you, uh, uh, is it really? Which, you, by the way, I did not come up with that title. That was my book company. You're way too, I already I, know you're way too shy I, to come up with that title. Yeah. But. Um, but I agreed to it because. I thought, you know what? Time is the great equalizer. None of us have enough of it. So in an right. essence, we are all timeless. We're all, uh, you know, juggling many things on our plate. And if I can do, um, so it's a double entendre. Yeah, you know, of the, course. And, um, and if I can offer some tips like hair extensions, you know, that give you instant glamour and, you know, gorgeous hair in one two, three clips, and you're out the door, right. that's timeless. You know, that's saving you time. That's getting you, you know. So um, so that's how the No, it's that's a great title. title. It's a great title. About. But what's also really <laughs> good about the book is that it, it also emphasizes the necessity to 
treat yourself well by taking good care of yourself, good fitness, good food, get your body moving. Absolutely. All of those things translate into looking wonderful. You have to feel good. You know, one of the the best tips is when you you when you feel good, mm-hmm. you look your best. Yeah. Right? So Without that's question. like the foundation of everything is to feel good. And that's both both your health and your spirit. Mm. You know, you've got to you've got to um get that positive energy going in your life, you know, counting your blessings, counting, being, you know, grateful for what you have instead of focusing on the negative. And to do a beauty book and not address that, I would be remiss because I have seen, you know, girls with the most flawless, you know, styled outfit, hair perfection, makeup to perfection. But if there's not an energy it's like, okay, it's a once-over. I see it, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's Next. It. Next. But positive energy is something that every girl can possess, you know, that she can bring that into a room with her, and it is the most attractive thing that you can do. A, a smile is the best thing you can put on your face. It is instantly lightens your face, brightens, and people are attracted to that. And it's not being phony. It's it's a smile that comes from within because when you when you're doing what I think you should do that I lay out in my book, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You know, you're no longer I call dieting denying, and you know a lot of people are in a bad mood because they're denying themselves everything they're hungry that they and love, miserable. and they're miserable. Yes, and and misery is not beautiful. No. You know you. So, so no more denying. Um, you want to actually get your brain to be thinking about what you're going to gift yourself. Mm. You know, with the gift of health. It's so, very, it's very, very true, Christy. Because, um, and and again, having having read the book, it it really motivates you. It, there, there are some of the you know the the lighter tips that I think people are hankering for, but it really, the core is about self-love, self-care. Yes. And, and, and when you, and when you feel happy, it just radiates. Yes. And you know, in this, in this day and age of social media scrutiny and, uh, people are getting, I think, overly, you know, self-absorbed and, and feeling, you know, stressed out about their looks. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know, I want to, I understand that, you know, when you're going out to save the world, it's easier to do on a good hair day, you know? <laughs> so, you know That's pretty so adorable. I, you know, I want to work with you. You know, I want to get you out the door. I want you to be feeling good. But, you know, I want you, I, I, I really want you also to understand the joy component that, you know, don't be miserable. Don't deny yourself. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, um, I go in and out of being a vegan. I, I try to be a vegan most, and you know, I haven't eaten meat of any kind since I made that decision when I was somewhere between 12 and 14. Um, but occasionally somebody puts some fresh oysters out and some champagne. You've got to have that. You've got to have it. That's part of life it's got to be lived to the fullest if i find myself in italy by some 
good, good, beautiful luck. You know, I'm going to eat that mozzarella on everything. You just lay it on me. Smear it on my hips. Go right ahead. Christy Brinkley <laughs> likes food. That might be the best revelation of all is that you like uh, to eat. Abundance. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that, yeah. but that, you know, ladies, that's like part of life. And, you know, and when you just, when you go, okay, you know what? Uh, that good attitude is going to be the first thing you see, not mm -hmm. the size of your thighs. It's very true. It's very true. Beauty is really whether whether you're talking about men, women, children. If they're if you're feeling good and you're treating yourself well, it's you're just gonna it's just gonna come banging yeah. out. Again, Absolutely. It's Christy Brinkley joining us here. Are you really sixty? No, I'm 61. <laughs> <laughs> how did you how did you how did you meet 60? How did you re, how did you greet it into your life? Well, you know, like as I headed towards it, I thought, gosh, that number's kind of shocking. You know, it's like it is shocking, like, but it's, it's like fabulous. It kind of, it's kind of like it like, oh, it's hard to say that. And then it didn't seem to fit or match. And then a funny thing happened. People Magazine called up and said, we want to celebrate your happy 60th birthday by putting you on our cover. And I was like, oh, I was so flattered and excited by that. And then they wanted me in a bathing suit. And I thought, do I take this challenge? Do I do it? Yeah. 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 Of course. And, you know, and I, I believe that out there, there are hundreds of thousands of 60-year-old women who are looking really good at 60, but they look so good that they're getting away with saying they're 42. Mm. We believe them. And, you know, and I'm saying, ladies, let's change the way people think about 60 by declaring our actual age, because then, you know, we shift that number's image. Don't allow that number to create your image. You know, a lot of women do that and they think that there's these certain landmarks that they come to and then they're supposed to like follow these rules. You know, I have to cut my hair now. You don't. If you have nice hair, even if you don't, there's, you know, hair to wear extensions. I was say. <laughs> Let me just take a moment to bring you to it. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, um, so... I I think that if enough women would just simply say the truth, sixty would be like, yeah. I mean, yeah, 60, I'm just starting. I'm just I, getting started here. I know it's such a great number though, because I mean, maybe I I I I love getting older. When I turned fifty a couple of years ago, I thought it makes you feel like a survivor, like you have jumped over hurdles that other people haven't yet. Yeah. I and mean, what what is it like to have? seen so much in life and to have taken it all in and not only survive, but obviously do very, very well. Well, if only I could remember it. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, um, yeah, you, you, there is that sense of survive, you know, yeah. like I, and, and I think that it's something to totally celebrate. Yeah. And, um, because 
you know, who knows how much longer, you know. Well, you're going to be, you've got, you've got another 60, it looks like it, but. but no, I mean, but seriously, mm-hmm. it is, it is, um, it is exciting. And uh, I think, I don't know, I don't, I really don't think that 60 means what it used to, you know. You can look at old photos um, of women, you know, in 1940 at 60, and they look like the image of the little lady, you know, mm. with the little bun on top, and she's gotten real frail, and, you know, she's like... But but now, you know, with Jane Fonda starting us on the at-home exercises and everything, everybody's adopted a healthy, you know, lifestyle to some degree, uh, incorporated fitness into their daily routine, keeping their muscles strong and long and lean and, you know... Uh, I think that um, that we really are the beneficiaries of of the latest and greatest research and you know knowledge and and so I think sixty is not to be feared but celebrated. No, it's to absolutely be celebrated. As uh, Christy Brinkley joining us here on the Jolt. So I'm curious to know what because you have been so active in in social issues, political issues. What what what's what's got your what's got your attention right now? Well, um, I mean, I'm I'm still hoping that we close down the nuclear power plants um, uh, and adopt clean green energy solutions. Um, we're getting closer. We but are not quite but, close but, enough. Yeah, but now we're like uh, the the reason that a lot of plants are starting to close has a lot to do with fracking, and fracking is not. Uh, environmentally sensitive either. So, um, you know, it's really time for us to put the pressure on, you know, the powers that be and say, you know, enough with these stop gap greedy measures. And let's start, let's start building a future that's sustainable. Um, So that's very important. And I'm, I'm interested in hearing candidates speak about our environmental future. Um, I also think that it's time that we really address um, nuclear from the angle of weapons. Um, these are weapons that cannot be used, and the majority of generals of you know our armies agree with us. These weapons cannot be used. Yeah. Some of them want to make them into smaller weapons that can be used, which you really can't use any nukes. Um, but everybody agrees it's time to get rid of them because why spend all this money trying to protect something that nobody can use and there's so many terrorists trying to get their hands on it and madmen that actually could use it we got to get it's time to get rid of them we've I agree. we've got to abolish nuclear weapons and so i would be interested in in candidates that might bring that up as well are you hearing um, anybody who's speaking in 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 a way on these issues that is resonating with you um, well, they all seem a little afraid of it, don't they? Yeah, I'm not, I, you know, I, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to be listening very closely to yeah, everybody. Let I me agree. put it that way. Um, I just want to hear what everybody has to say. I'm, um, I'm always alarmed whenever I hear any kind of, uh, anything that sounds like racism you know, um, and right now in our country, there's so much going on, and I really am um, appalled at 
the comments about Mexicans and, you know, I, I just, that just makes me sick to hear this kind of talk in America. A, a, a melt, the melting pot. I know. The land that was, you know, a nation that was built, our greatest strength is us coming from all over the world and working together. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, and, and speaking about that, I'm also concerned about the situation with the, the refugees from Syria. I, I'd like to hear, you know, everybody speaking about that because this is something that's going to infect the, the, affect the entire world. Mm. You know, whenever any population, and there's so many millions of people affected, um, when anybody suffers, we all suffer. By now, we should know that we're all inexorably linked and we can't allow anyone to suffer because um, that's a place where a malignancy will start. So we have to care. You know? We do. We do. It's, I, I love hearing you still speak so passionately about nuclear energy because um, it, was the first, it was the first movement that woke me up politically. I remember back in the 70s with the New York Mobilization for Survival and mm. working with them as a, oh. as a teen volunteer. Um, it's still so important. And, and I think we're, it's complex, so it scares people. But, yeah. um, but, but good on you for continuing to speak out Well, and good it. on you, too. Oh, well. <laughs> Christy Brinkley, what a pleasure to see you. Thank oh, you for coming so to nice visit. Oh, so nice talking you're with you. You're adorable, and you're smart, and you're funny, and good Lord, you look good. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Christy Brinkley's book is called Timeless Beauty, and it's about various forms of beauty, y'all. Uh, so make sure you get your hands on it. And I hope we'll talk again sometime soon. Oh, I do too. Be Thank well. you so much for your time. Of course. Stick around. There's <laughs> more to come on the Jolt.